Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Hello and welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Today's episode is going to be another transformational experience for you. I'm so excited because we're going to be talking about a woman's worth, how to connect to the truth of who you are. One of the things I've learned and I am continuing to learn that most of us as women are not conscious of what we are using to determine our own self-worth. We oftentimes are measuring who we are and how we feel and value ourselves based off of what we do, what we have, or what we accomplished. I know you probably are guilty. I have been in the past and I constantly have to be mindful of how that is showing up in my present. And so what happens for a woman when she bases her self-worth on something external what she does, what she has, or what she accomplishes. It can lead her to feel depressed, to feel like this conscious, constant desire to seek approval, to live in perfectionism, and to sometimes, if not many times, feel like she is a failure. And these are the things that are robbing us of our peace, of our happiness, and of our security. And that is why we're talking about it today, because it is my um, job and my assignment to empower women and help them to know the truth of who they really are so that they can have the clarity and the confidence to move forward in whatever it is they were created to do. And so that is a big part of what I do with the whole woman experience, which is a part of my business where I empower women to stand in that truth and to walk out personal and spiritual development and knowing the truth of who they really are. There is a power when we know that. And when a woman knows her worth, she stands tall in her power. And so what I want us to know is that this is going to be something that's going to stretch us a little bit. And it's going to cause us to really do some self-reflection, but that's okay because that is the place of growth. That is the place of opportunity. And I want to see you stand tall in your full self and be the woman you were created to be. So let's jump in first with dispelling some of these myths that we have about our self-worth. Because when we know the truth, we're able to change things about ourselves. And so one of the facts that I want us to know is that our self-worth starts within. I don't know if you got that message. I didn't get that message as a child. Um, there was a lot of talk about self-esteem, but I don't remember a lot of talk about self-worth. And so at the core of who you are right now, you are whole, you are worthy, 
You are deserving. You are good. And here's the beautiful thing about it, that there's nothing that you can do that disqualifies you from being worthy. That worthiness is your birthright. The, the mere fact that you were born makes you worthy. And also to understand that this is not contingent upon an external source. Do you know we do that a lot? We think about, I am worthy if I have this position. I'm worthy if I'm in a relationship. I'm worthy if I am a mother. I'm worthy if I am a supervisor or whatever position, a teacher, whatever position you might hold, you may attach your worth to that. And an external isn't the source of your worth. It is an intrinsic, um, inherent quality of the truth of who you are. And so we also mix up and confuse our self-worth sometimes with our self-esteem. And that is probably a lot of the talk that we got growing up about self-esteem and knowing your self-esteem. But there is a difference. And the difference between the two can really be life-changing. At least it has been for me. When we know with our self-esteem, your self-esteem is just your evaluation of yourself. What you think or feel about you. It oftentimes is very intermediate. It is very situational and it's very temperamental. And so if I got on a nice dress, I think that I look good or I think that I look pretty. If things are going well, then I think I am good. If I get the promotion on the job, then I am intelligent and I am smart. And it kind of makes us feel that way about ourselves. Well, because it is temperamental and situational, you already got the flip of it, that if things change, then we see ourselves differently. Maybe I'm not so smart. Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not beautiful. Maybe I've gained some weight, so I'm not as attractive. Those are things that we do for our self-esteem. But as we shift back into self-worth, what I want you to remember is your self-worth is more stable it's longer lasting because it's not contingent upon something. And it really is based on how much you feel you deserve. And so it is more stable because no matter what changes on the exterior, you know on the inside the truth of who you really are. And many of us, when we find this and we know this, we're happier. We have more emotional stability. We feel more confident. And we have better relationships. And I think that's so important because a lot of the times when someone hears, oh, she just has low self-esteem, it may make you think or feel that you can't do much about it. You can't change it. It's a part of who you are. I know you may have agreed with that or heard that. And so sometimes what I've found is that a woman may just not know her worth. That is different than her self-esteem. Maybe she wasn't told this. Maybe she had never encountered such insight, understanding, awareness about her self-worth, your self-worth. At least that was my story. My story was about me thinking that I had a self-esteem problem because I didn't feel I was beautiful. I was talented. I was gifted. I was capable. And that resulted from some years of teasing. And then I started to believe those stories in my head. And I came into this knowledge and understanding of my self-worth, which is not my self-esteem. And at the core of who I am, 
at the core of who you are, you are 100% worthy unconditionally, no matter what. You see, sometimes we confuse this self-worth thing, understanding or thinking that it's something that we obtained. So we think it's something that we can lose. But the truth is it can't be given and it can't be taken away. It is your birthright. And the other amazing thing about worthiness, and I hope that you're understanding and getting this, is that your worthiness is equal with every other woman on the planet. But a lot of the times we may see someone and we measure their exteriors and we think that maybe they are more worthy than us or some occasions we think they're less worthy than us. But the truth be told, we are all equally worthy. We're all equally worthy. But here's the thing that gets in the way of us all believing that 100% of the time, unconditionally, no matter what. And I'm going to talk about two of those in this moment because I know that these are things we have to be mindful of and conscious of. And the very first one goes to what I call unfavorable comparisons. Unfavorable comparisons. We measure ourselves to others a lot. I'm not as talented. I don't sing as well. Oh, I am just a teacher. I am just a counselor. Those are words that we use that are minimizing the truth of who we are. And it puts us in a place to compare. And there's an inner critic, and I love teaching about the inner critic, and there's one that's called the comparison queen, and that is her job. Her job is to compare you or cause you to compare yourself to others. And that is done in two ways. It's done by either thinking that we are superior than others or that we're inferior to others. And the quote that I love that explains this best says that comparison is the thief of joy and it will rob you. And I believe it. I say it would rob you every time. Comparison is the thief of joy. You know how sometimes even on social media, you're getting on there and you realize that you are um, looking through people's things and you go, oh my gosh, I should be doing this and I should be able to travel and I should be able to go and uh, hang out with my friends more and all oh, my kids, oh, they should be into these things. Like it's a comparison thing that you're not even conscious of. And you're not even aware of how it's affecting you. But oftentimes you just are left with that yucky feeling, you know, that yucky feeling that you're just like, ugh. those are comparisons. Those are things that are happening underneath that we have to be mindful of. Here's another one that's coming up that I know that probably we all have experiences. These beliefs um, that we have all of these false beliefs. And a lot of the times we use a lot of I am statements that connect us to something negative without us even realizing it. You know, I am sad. And we've owned the sadness as a part of who we are. And I like to challenge people to separate that to even say I am feeling sad. Two reasons that's important. One is that it separates you from the feeling. The other thing is if you say that we're feeling sad, then there's a chance that our feelings can change and maybe later you'll feel differently. But we often use other ones. I'm not talented. I am boring. 
I am um, complex. There's so many I am's that we attach to negative stuff that we have to be mindful of. And I want you to be mindful of it even today as you're going through today. Be conscious of those things that you're saying that are connected to I am. Because what we don't realize is that anything that we attach to the words I am, we give power. And that works for the negative and the positive. I'm going to teach you a powerful way to use it for your good. But anything we put with the words I am, we give power. And so what are you believing? What are you believing about yourself? I really want you to reflect on that. I am not good enough. I know that was one of my stories. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough. And I wasn't saying it out loud, but I was believing it on the inside. And being able to see and recognize that and changing the language of what we're saying about ourselves is so vital and so important to feeling different and to doing things different. And you can do that in your own life. I want to see you be able to do that because I know what it's done for me. And so let's go through some I am statements because oftentimes when we're even saying the positive for I am's, we're describing an adjective. Let me give you an example. You might say, I am beautiful. What if we put it in the noun form? And what if we said, I am beauty? So not only are you describing it as you, you say now, this is who I am. Can't you feel the power of that? Instead of saying, I am peaceful, you say, I am peace. Instead of saying, I am, I am strong, you say, I am strength. That is who I am. It is attached to me and at the core of who I am. I love being able to do that. And I love being able to see women do that because in those moments, I see the shift that happens and I know it can happen for you as well. Another powerful I am statement is, and I'm really helping you to embrace it, is I am enough. I am enough. And that's going to tie into our worth and our value as a woman and understanding it and being able to know when you're going on that interview and you're struggling, thinking, can you do this? You say, I am enough or you're wanting to launch out in the business and you know this is something that you, you're good at, you're great at, you were born to do, but you're nervous of the unknown or what will happen next or how people will respond to it. You settle by saying what? I am enough. Or maybe it's that you're the mom or you're a new wife and you don't know if you have what it takes to make it happen. And you're struggling on the inside, trying to figure it all out. I want you to pause and say, I am enough. And really take a deep breath and bring that into yourself and believe that and say, I am enough. That's the power of the I am statements. And that's the power that you have. Let me give you another strategy that really will help you with your worth and knowing the truth of who you are. And it's very simple, but oftentimes it's very difficult for us to do. And it's a, it's called self-love, self-love, loving all parts of yourself, the good and the not so good without judgment. 
That's the hard part because oftentimes when we see parts of us, we judge it. We judge, I shouldn't be this way. I need to change this. Something's wrong with me. We go through all of these judgments, but without judgment, and this will allow you to feel the full worth of yourself. Feel the full worth of yourself. So you might be thinking, okay, Natalie, how do I do this? How do I implement practical things that can help me to love myself better? One, it starts with a simple affirmation. I love and approve of myself. I love and approve of myself. And so for some of us that are hearing that, you're already getting a, a, a yucky feeling on the inside. There may be some resistance that's showing up and that's okay. Maybe what you can say, if that feels too hard, you say, I am learning to love and approve of myself. I am learning to love and approve of myself. And if that feels still very difficult to say, you can simply say, I am open to learning how to love and approve of myself. Here's another thing that we can do is we can set healthy boundaries. Setting healthy boundaries might mean saying no to things you want to say no to. Healthy boundaries might be Maybe that you make sure you do things that are for you versus always putting other people before you. Another thing that helps us with self-love and really being in a place of being non-judgmental is to forgive ourselves. And so for some of us, that is one of the hardest things because we'll easily forgive others, even sometimes when they're not so deserving of that. But we will have a struggle with forgiving ourselves, forgiving yourself for the decisions that you made, for not moving in the things that you knew you could have done, for being in that relationship too long, for holding on to the anger that has kept you stuck for years, forgiving yourself for that. And then implementing some type of practice for self-care. Self-care isn't selfish. It is necessary. And what that could look like, sometimes I encourage women to just give themselves 15 uninterrupted minutes every day. Some of you are thinking, oh my gosh, where am I going to find 15 minutes? But there are 24 hours in a day. You are deserving of at least 15 of those. And this looks like you doing something for yourself, something that is going to pour back into you, not something that's draining, and maybe not even something that you're already doing but it's 15 uninterrupted minutes. And for the women who do this challenge, they often come back and say, Natalie, I want more. 15 wasn't long enough. I want to do 30. I want to do an hour. But it could be anything of your choosing, but it's strictly focused on you. And then the last one that I thought of could be that you are to just be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. We oftentimes don't, Allow ourselves, give ourselves permission to be true to us. Be true to your authentic self. Be true to what you like. Be true to what you feel. Those are things that you can do to support you, love yourself, which ultimately will help you with knowing the worth of you as a woman. And that remember at the core of who you are, 
right now. Whether you feel like it or not, you are worthy. And when we connect to the truth of who we are, we don't live under unrealistic expectations. We have healthier relationships. We have more inner peace. And we're just overall happier. And so I challenge you to do that today. I challenge you to write a list of affirmations, your I am statements. And then I really challenge you to really do some self-love, whether that's setting boundaries, forgiving yourself, practicing good self-care, being true to yourself. I hope this episode has been very helpful. I know that many women will want to do more to increase their self-worth. And I want to encourage you to go to my website at www.awakentopower.com. And when you go there, you'll be able to get a free chapter from the book, Perfect, Complete, and Lacking Nothing, that will continue to support you knowing your identity, your worth, and your value as well as your security as a woman. I've enjoyed this episode. I will see you next time on Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at www.awaken2power.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and we would love to hear your feedback. Join us next week for another episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman.